Welcome back, everyone. Um, today is a bit of a special discussion because um, I'll introduce my guests later, but the discussion is basically about Zim Switch. So if, unless you've been living under a rock since I think June last year, Zim Switch's role in, in, in the national you know, payment system, as big as it was before, even got even bigger with it becoming the, the national switch, uh, which brought EcoCash, you know, into the fold, basically uh, neutering it as, as as its own independent sort of, I think it's its own uh, payment switch. Um, so in that sort of, you know, journey, we've seen ZimSwitch, you know, do partnerships. Now, the first was with MasterCard, which was quote unquote, you know, helping accelerate digital payments in Zimbabwe. In my opinion, wasn't really the most specific kind of description because MasterCard has been doing these partnerships across the Middle East and North Africa or in Africa. Uh, and then we saw most recently, I think it was last week when um, ZimSwitch partnered with Visa. But this was the first announcement that had some sort of, you know, uh, I, I want the direction will be an insult, I think. I had a specific aspect that it was pushing on, which was which was basically e-commerce. Um, so today I'm joined by two people who pretty much don't need an, uh, an introduction. It's Nashin Yahasha and Limbikani. Um, yeah, if, if you've been around Texas, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you, you you know who they are. If you don't, well, you can use Google. Um, guys, how are you doing? Oh, you're making me feel like a celebrity. Uh, you're a celebrity. Um, <laughs> so, That's why I'm going to Google. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 by the way, this this audio, right? So so I have to say from the beginning that this is Tinashe so that people can then know and track the voice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And this is Limbigani. Thanks for, for, for this uh, discussion, Valentine and Tinashe. You're, you're welcome. I, I want to say you're not welcome. Um, so... We've we've seen ZimSwitch make all these moves. So the big question is, in Zimbabwe, what problem are they trying to solve? Um, I think I'll, I'll put the question to Tinashe first. Like, what do you think is the problem that they're trying to solve in, in Zimbabwe? Hey, that's an interesting <laughs> that's an interesting question. Uh, if you speak to ZimSwitch, generally they'll they'll say the problem they're trying to solve is um, interoperability um, of financial institutions. So, 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 so that's at the foundation of of ZimSwitch. Remember, it started off as a platform to allow um, different banks, which had installed ATMs, um, to share um, ATMs as 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 as, an, as a as pieces of infrastructure. Um, so, to allow a, a card issued by Bank A to be used on an ATM that sits with Bank B. Um, so I don't think they've moved away much from from that mandate. I think that's how they've always seen themselves and that's how they see themselves um, is the bridge that just, just allows uh, different financial players to speak to each other and, and to transact across. And Libigan, what do you think? <laughs> Um, well, yeah, um, there's definitely that, uh, they, they, uh, you know, Tinashe pretty much sums up, um, uh, their role, uh, is, a, um, you know, firstly with the ATMs and then, uh, you know, point of sale became a big thing. Um, and it was, I think tens and tens of thousands of, of, of point of sales in Zim that we're using. Um, that were essentially on Zim Switch. Um, so you could go buy, um, you know, bread in a supermarket 
uh, and it didn't matter what bank uh, had issued, uh, you know, the card that you, you were using, you could, as long as the machine was a ZimSwitch machine. Um, but I think more recently, over the past 10 years, I think the big thing was uh, Zippy, it isn't. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it just made things uh, ridiculously simple um, in terms of transferring money from one guy to another guy. Um, it was... Um, sort of their their version of EcoCash. Um, and I think it has worked brilliantly. Um, so much, um, it became its own thing when uh, when EcoCash was considered a, a currency. You know, it was like, Murita Zipitere, you know, Retienye Zipitende Ipi, Retienye EcoCash Deipi, and then Retienye Cash Deipi. So Zipit was an extraordinary success. And I think now they are... Uh, looking, I think, in terms of what problem they're solving, I think they're looking at um, how do we make sense or how do we tap into the opportunity of the internet. Um, and the assumption is that MasterCard and Visa um, have this figured out because people use MasterCard uh, and Visa cards to purchase stuff online. So if we make our Zim switch cards um able to do what mastercard cards and visa cards do then you know we are also able to tap into uh that um opportunity of people buying online and especially now because of covid there's all this uh um all flip uh people are now buying online and people you know have adjusted to it's okay to buy online it's okay to um, to trust someone and, and wait for a product to be delivered. Um, so um, this is a, uh, we're doing this at the right time. So we're solving that problem. Mm. Um, whether or not they're solving it in the right way, of course, then, you know, that's part of this discussion, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And I think the problem now we need to, we need to like bring to our minds is the fact that <clears throat> Zimbabwe is in a weird, weird space because we are in what I like to call a pseudo dollarization period where the US dollar is legal tender, the local currency is legal tender, but one is some people have more control of one than the other. So when I look at the MasterCard and Visa sort of arrangements, it my gut feel is basically this is serving more the US dollar sort of need. So what does that say of a national switch for it to be pushing harder on US dollar than to be giving a facility for local currency? Uh, I think that the best way to start is 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 uh, is V payments, but I, I I don't think we should we should get to that just yet. But I think from your guys from your gut feel, what does it tell you that these guys are focusing more on on USD than on on, on local currency, which every man and woman and child on the street has either in your cash, your bank account, etc. So 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 for me, right? Um, <clears throat> that announcement that um, uh, Zinsuji is partnering up with with visa um so, so yeah i mean when i saw <laughs> to to, ex- to expand you know digital inclusion what was it accelerate uh, digital payments <laughs> yeah it, like so 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 this kind of so why don't i like ah, what is this right and i was like ah, let me let me let me check out what what this is and then um you valentine described to me what what it was um and uh, it disappointed me um, 
because uh, when I first saw it, I thought, well, maybe they are going to use maybe Visa as a technology rail of sorts. Um, maybe there are certain things that they they think they can achieve with while using Visa's technology. Um, but then these solutions would then apply to every ZimSwitch issued card. Um, but yeah, then the, the fact that they were talking about just the Nostro accounts, that's, that really disappointed me because um, the number of Nostro accounts is, is, is very, very, very small compared to um, the generic um, accounts that we have. Um, uh, flip, I, I should have looked this up, but the last figures I remember, uh, there were about 70,000. Uh, oh, these were not even Nostro accounts. These were 70,000 pre, prepaid account, uh, cards that like every bank is, is issuing now, uh, compared to, um, was it 4.5 million? Uh, um, or something. I'm sorry, I should have looked this up. Um, cards, Zim switch cards. Um, so, so, so that to me just tells you how much bigger um, the local economy is. And, and the thing that came to mind was Portras. I hope I won't confuse people. <laughs> um, so, so Portugal, from time to time, they, they report on the state of the industry. And in part of their report, they talk about um, courier services and uh, the post office. And they always say, they've been saying this in every quarterly report from as far back as I remember. Uh, they'll then say, uh, the value of Korea is going down and e-commerce needs to be promoted uh, so that, um, you know, parcels, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I'm forgetting the actual wording that they use, but it always implies that e-commerce means Zimbabweans buying outside Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so that implication, and I felt like, ah, perhaps when ZimSwitch are thinking about solving e-commerce, that, those are the lens that they have. They believe e-commerce is us buying stuff on Ali, Ali, AliExpress and, and, and things like that. But there is this huge opportunity that we can unlock if we allow local merchants to collect payments easily um, online. And that is e-commerce. And, and, and I, so that's what disappoints me. I think it's a definition issue where perhaps they think e-commerce is Zim, Zim people buying outside. Interesting. Mm. You, as you're saying that, sorry, let me just quickly. As you're saying that, can't they see the problem firsthand? Because you see the need that is in the country for, 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 for people to get easier ways to pay for things. I mean, the, the whole national switch thing was for us to kind of move away from, from Eagle Cash and to bring Eagle Cash into this one umbrella so it wouldn't have, quote unquote, this monopolistic control. So isn't that whole process then showing them, you know what, there is a problem with, with local payments. Let's try and make it as easy for merchants to do this. And, and especially in a, in a COVID year um, where we were yeah, but- seeing... 
Yeah. So, so yeah, I like interjecting. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, like, um, but I think that's, that's where, um, what well, in my view, where maybe if, if, if people have strict definitions. So before this, before we started recording, we, we, um, Libikani actually posed this question and say, what, what, what is e-commerce? Um, and I think that's an interesting question because sometimes if, if to someone's head e-commerce means, uh, buying internationally. So as long as all we say, maybe the, the fault is with us is some of the players in the market that we're always saying, Hey, can you sell for e-commerce? And then they go and talk to Visa and they say, yeah, I've sold for e-commerce. <laughs> because we're using a term that means something in someone else's head. So perhaps that's where the problem is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess it might, um, you know, to just feed into that, because that's, that's interesting. Um, what, what you just mentioned, Detanashe, um, that maybe there's... I say this with all, you know, I'm probably just ignorant of, of, of the reality on the ground, but maybe it's, it's, um, you know, the thinking that e-commerce is something that, um, yeah, Amazon, AliExpress and, um, you know, eBay and, and PayPal that they do and that, um, this is, um, maybe that this is too complicated for, for local players. So um, if, um, okay, Zimbabwe, for example, is going to do some e-commerce, they are going to have to uh, import some black box of technology that does e-commerce, shopping carts and stuff. And people think that's really, really complex. So so if that's what okay, Zimbabwe is going to do uh, in order to have uh, an e-commerce service, then we might as well also look for Visa because Visa and MasterCard uh, are what work on these platforms called Amazon and um, mm. AliExpress. So, so then there's no um, an exploration of, you know, what are the elements of this thing called e-commerce? Like, what is it? Um, so people essentially just overlook. But then maybe it's just uh, our ignorance on this. Maybe, um, maybe yeah, maybe the the numbers um, locally are not making sense yet and they don't see themselves as uh, needing to pay the price for, for those numbers to start making sense. So we'll just tap into... Uh, this thing that's all that's already there. You know, people are paying for things on AliExpress. People are subscribing for for, for Netflix, and people are paying for their DSTV on um, online. So uh, that's what we we'll consider e-commerce, um, and that's in or that's a a ready a ready e-commerce that we can tap into. These are the e-commerce you want us to figure things out. You want us to help the merchants. You want us to um, hold their hands. And we don't understand everything. And it's not our business to figure out how shopping carts work. Um, so I'm sorry, but, you know, they should bring themselves up to the level of uh, AliExpress. And when they do, we have a Visa card uh, available 
for mm. local consumers to use. Mm, but mm. Th- 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 for me, it doesn't seem like it's fair though, because number one, the, the biggest objection I had about the, the visa deal was looking at what we have already. So I'm guessing both of you have prepaid visa cards, right? Like it's it's, it's impossible to exist without one. That's a niche that's already kind of sorted though. <laughs> like, I really don't have one. So. No, it's... It's Dude. it's not sorted. So so it's not sorted. I, I totally understand that that need to to want to tap into that and say uh so you will not re- you will not be required to go and get a prepaid uh uh MasterCard or a Visa card. Um and maybe down the line um they hope that if they have the deal now with Visa and MasterCard, um eventually the currency uh, stabilizes to a point where uh, you can spend your Zim dollar balance uh, online and it's just converted at the official rate, whatever that is, and you're happy to do that because you're happy with that with that rate. Um, but why not build on the infrastructure that's already there, the prepaid visa network that they have? Because I think eight or ten banks already have them in, in place that allow you to do that. So that's actually a hack, eh? Um, yeah, it is, but why not use the hack? Because... Like, okay, for example, can I, if, if you want to do a, if you want to open an Austro account, right? An Austro account proper. Yeah. There's just too much friction to do it. You know, albeit some banks have made it easier, like uh, NetBank, I think FBC and NMB, I think. You can do that USSD style. I don't know if they're light accounts or what, but you can do that kind of thing. So in a year where people want more convenience and you want to usher in something like that, in my mind, and again, I'm I'm cognizant of my ignorance because again, we don't know what the situation is like behind you know you know the whole system, particularly me. But why not go to these people and say, you know what, we've noticed you've got a product on the market. It's quote unquote a hack, fair enough, but it's what's driving e-commerce. It's the easiest thing to get. I think when I wrote about it, I said, for me to apply for 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 an Austro card, for example, with my previous bank standard chartered, it is just bibles of paperwork to go through to get a card, but. Bank ABC, I can sit at my home right now and apply and get it delivered and pay 10 bucks and I'm ready, I'm already going. So my qualm is pretty much with the pace of, of the way things are going. First of all, if you want to address the, the, the whole dollar situation, Shansai Zuripo is what I would say. You know, what's working now? Let's use that. Secondly, but it's a hack, Valentine. So, so, mm-hmm. so that card, I think is actually a, 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 a KYC. Uh, issue and anti-money laundering issue. In fact, when those cards launched, um, you could easily just walk into a bank, present your um, ID and uh, walk out with the card. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now if you try to do that at FBC, they've sort of like started to change the rules. They will say, you know, bring your residence um, and stuff like that. You know, not that that stuff ever really helped, but um, but yeah, uh, it's a hack. And, and when people are sending yeah, I mean, you should experience how 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 that thing really is a hack. That thing is not a bank account, and banks have 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 tried to use that as a bank account because essentially, I think Visa, Visa and Mastercard, uh, and those other international companies. Uh, I say this though, realizing that we may actually be focusing on, uh, we might be making the the same mistake that Zinzi is making. We're now focusing on Visa, <laughs> but yeah, uh, essentially, Visa and Mastercard say to the banks ah yeah you guys in Zimbabwe you you do this funny thing where you steal people's monies and we are not going to have any money that's sitting on a card that has the visa logo disappearing because we don't want none of none of your nonsense so uh so then the bank says okay what if we make something different 
um, this account, this money is not part of the monetary system in Zip, which is why those cards are called free free funds. Um, and it's a it's a money launderer's paradise, eh? Because <laughs> you can do what you wanna do on the street and just go and clean your money via the card, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, but it works in that, uh, as far as Visa and Mastercard are concerned, that the, the value of that balance never changes in US dollars. I don't think that um, that's where Zim Switch uh, would see uh, would would um, that's where the solution would be for Zim Switch in terms of international payments. But but yeah, I, I think then we're just going down the the hole of us focusing on. Uh, that group of Zimbabweans, I don't know which side of Samora they say to, to, to belong to, but <laughs> that group of Zimbabweans yeah. who subscribe for Netflix um, and, and are paying for ACA and things like that, who are not the majority, I think uh, Tinashe's point is that there is a 4.5 million um, card opportunity here and these people are transacting in a big way. Why not make it possible for these people to transact online? Yeah, so so so, so... It's, it's 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 that that's that's where my qualms are. Um, so so um, really, them doing what they're doing with Visa, ah, I'm I'm fine with it. You know, like um, if they can make those Nostro accounts more interoperable and maybe uh, more useful for people who need to use their funds to buy online and stuff. Oh, that's perfect. Um, so it's then the uh ignoring the their own network that is that already exists the the archives that they've all, always been issuing um which uh the majority have um and yeah like it's it's and there's no excuse because it's been years with that and and it's at first valentine you mentioned fee payments which was Probably an attempt to, to 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 try to make these cards useful for online transactions, mm. uh, but the thing was just so riddled with friction. You had to yeah, go to your bank first to yeah. say, "Hey, I want to use repayment," and the bank. I want to transact online. That. Yeah, yeah, and so so that was that was crazy. So it is it's just then them just creating a standard that just allows. The same card because those cards have numbers; they can be identified. The POS machines know can dif- distinguish between different cards. For them to just make that available um, for for online transactions, um, that's, except that's... except Zimsuicha Chisichinu to to, <laughs> to use um, uh, the social love thingy. Uh, Zimsuicha is actually not a thing. <laughs> so they, they, at least as far as I know, in terms of the, the tech that they build and the products that they launch, they actually don't launch those products. They wait for the banks to launch them. They will build the technology and say to the member banks, hey, this is possible to do. Now, it's up to the member banks, 18 of them, 20 of them, I don't know, to actually mm-hmm. then say, to, to actually get to the stage of feeling they can offer this as a product to their customers um, exactly. um, exactly. and there are certain products that um, uh, they're sort of like network effects kind of products 
it's it, it's only worth something as a product uh, to a CBZ customer uh, if that thing also exists at FBC. Mm. Um, so mm. CBZ then can't launch it and say, hey, we have this thing um, where FBC have that technology switched off on the end or that uh, feature switched off on the end and they're like, ah, no, not ready for this. And yet mm. these two also compete at some level. So they mm. cooperate at the Zimsich level and compete at the level where they're offering uh, innovative products, which at the end of the day are sitting on the same technology uh, infrastructure. So, um, so yeah, they, there's that to deal with for, yeah, for yeah. Zimsich. So as much as we can say um, Zimsich uh, didn't take advantage of that opportunity and that opportunity, uh, yeah, they mm. maybe can't. Mm. Yeah, so 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 that's that's actually a very relevant um, uh, thing to say. Um, so 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 in fact, the the whole network effects thing, it's it's what you know. Zipit was developed what 2011, 2013, and only around, took off yeah. um, a few years later um, when the cash situation in Zim got really really bad because. Yeah, not every bank was part of Zipit. And, you know, you would have a situation where um, uh, some bank is is on Zipit and another is not. So you can't, you can't send money across. And I remember there was something funny with uh, Standard Chartered. In Barclays, the international banks, the so-called yeah. international banks sort of um, jumped onto it quite late, yeah. Quite late, yeah. And initially, you'd have like maybe one of those banks uh, saying you can only receive on Zipit, but you can't send or, or the other way around and um, making the product less useful. Um, but I think maybe that's where the problem is, right? That um, ZimSwitch considers their customers to be the banks, hmm. which is funny, though. I think they should flip that. They should move away from thinking of their of banks as their customers because their revenue comes from you and I. Hmm. For example, when we swipe on at POS machines. But when you are swiping on a POS machine, you are swiping as an FBC customer and not as a Zipit customer. On behalf of FBC. Yes, but they, so FBC, but then they collect a fee. So so I know uh yeah. perhaps they would have said to FBC when you um when your customers use our network, we get so much pay transaction, right? Mm. But just by doing that, um, they have to commit to me, to, to enable me to do more transactions. You get what I'm saying? Who has, who has to commit to you? No, Simsuch, because if you can't get consensus amongst the banks who control the money, flip it like what Tinashe is saying. Look at the everyday person as your customer. How can you enable them to do more? Oh, what is it that can, I can do for this person so that but they, they transact But they more? don't have customers. That's the, pro- that's the problem. So they're structured not to have customers. Yes, but they're a B2B technology services company. Think of them as a cloud, a cloud tech company. Yes, I, I get that. I get yeah. that. But I'm saying you are your reluctant Zima banks because their revenue... 
All right, let's let's talk of Zipit. In 2011-2013, when Zipit was um, was developed, yeah, right, and then they sell it to banks, and banks sit on it. Yeah. So as long as banks are sitting on it, they're not making money out of this. But they don't need to because remember there's that whole. So Zip, Zip, Zip doesn't actually need to make money because it it needs to serve the banks. That's how it's structured. So I know you understand that, but I'm I'm I, I keep emphasizing that because I don't agree, and I know we had this discussion offline uh, last week. I don't agree that it's Zip that's dropping it's Zip that's dropping the ball here. I think Zip is doing what it was created to do. And I think we are demanding that Zipit uh, re-imagines and um, uh, emerges as a different kind of company that is customer-facing, as a, as a financial technology services company that's customer-facing, a B2C company, which they are not. That's a whole different company. Yeah, but so, I'm curious at the fact that when you become an unwitting choke point. That's the problem I'm having with wisdom. I understand what you're saying. We can't demand more of them than what they actually are, what their mandate is, who they are. It's like me trying to change who you are. But if you're now a choke point for innovation or a choke point for things to run a bit smoothly, does that recognition of your position, is is that not enough to say, if 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 the bank, if let's say if they're a provider to the banks, I think customer, as you said, is not the correct word to use the banks as the relationship wouldn't it be wouldn't it be better to let's not say switch to to to, to customer focus but even explore the idea of looking at the customer first because it's n- the way things are going now with how difficult it is you can't classify what's happening in Zimbabwe in the traditional sense as e-commerce and the moves they're making although they're whatever steps ahead for them to meet up to like what you're saying earlier that you know we'll wait for you know um uh, uh, you know, to reach the level of an AliExpress, then we've got a facility for them. But what are you doing at the foundations of that? Because, in my opinion, if if even the banks, okay, let's say my example only works if Zimswish needs to make money. The only way you make money sustainably and for the long term is to be on the ground level of a number of things. So that is a success and failure rate, like what you said earlier. They don't want to invest the time and effort to figure things out. They've got a way they work. But I think it's, it's all yeah, value. but but they also don't need to make money. So um, the banks need to make money, and they use this thing called Zipit to make their um, to make um, their worth as a bank um, uh, to maintain their worth as a bank or to increase their worth as a bank. So that whole network effect we're talking about uh, is FBC. Uh, I'm going to increase. Uh, my value to you, my customer, if I can enable you to send money easily to a customer who banks with cabs. Yeah, and you know what, I'm using what? this company called ZimSwitch to enable that. So where, where I think we are saying ZimSwitch this, ZimSwitch that, um, I think that should actually be directed to uh, uh, RBZ. I think that's a regulation issue. So um, I, it should be is the RBZ 
missing the e-commerce opportunity because that BZ can then um, regulate that Zoom switch, open itself up to new type of companies that are able to do stuff that Zoom switch is totally constrained to do. But that's that's that fintech sandbox they were doing, um, which you know have have, have heard very little from. That was... But that's how he said. No, but I'm saying. But... You read the document. You read the document. Ah, I read it, and I was ah. like, ah, this thing. It's, this it's, thing says we want to open up to everyone, and then it says you have to be regulated yeah, uh, in the current regulation framework for you for us for you to apply. But you see, that's but, a problem. Yes. But that's but a you problem. say I'm opening up and say uh, you have to be licensed in order to play. Yeah, and and you know what? It's it's saying what's what's already in existence that 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 whole sandbox thing of theirs, because already right now. If you want to do some fintech stuff, you have to partner a licensed operator who's generally a bank. Um, and that document is saying the same thing. Um, so I, I don't know whether it's just to say we're doing something or someone actually missed it and, and they didn't no, see it. No, it came thing. from a workshop. That That document came from some some regional or international workshop on fintech. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That document was not meant to address anything on the ground. It was meant to say yeah. we're doing some really uh, pro pro fintech, pro startup stuff in Zim yeah. and check a box. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. So, I agree with you that that yeah, the RBZ um, uh, perhaps can can. Can can regulate uh, this, so it's a new way of seeing it. Um, to say, hey, the the problem is not Zim switch, um, because they 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 have whatever their mandate is, which I, I to be honest, I don't get. I I I believe because Zim switch is registered as a business, um, and sometimes it it feels like it it feels like um, the center of. Financial operations in Zim. It yeah, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. So, so sometimes it's easy to forget that, yeah, uh, this is not in a parastata or, or whatever, you know. Um, I think even banks sometimes, I think they forget that. Even the Arabians, I think sometimes they forget that they don't own Zim Switch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all plugged into the, you know, to, 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 to the whole system it's at the core so so it's easy to to Who forget knows? that Maybe I, they do do you know the zoom switch uh shareholding <laughs> um, maybe the government so, of does on majority shareholding Who knows? <laughs> so, 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 so um, according to what i know they don't <laughs> according to what i know they don't um but i think zoom switch is also happy and its shareholders who include the banks, but it's not just the banks. I think they're also happy, you know, when they're just assumed to be there, you know. Um, they're not making noise, which is maybe why they don't want, like doing consumer type stuff. Mm. So that they're just considered uh, as a core infrastructure for the country. Mm. Um, mm. But my problem is this one now, is that I like what Limbikan said about regulations, but I think Putting it to the RBZ um, to say ZimSwitch open yourself up again. I think it goes against what what ZimSwitch is if it's a if it's a private company or or, or a business. I think 
in my opinion, uh, in my humbly and uninformed opinion, I think the RBZ handicapped itself with SimSwitch when it made it the national switch. Because that designation no, put no. them... No, no. Actually, I think it, it empowered... Uh, the, 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 the RBZ empowered itself when it made SimSwitch the national switch. No, definitely. Because then it can say these rails that are running the country's financial services, I want them opened up at that point and at that point and here are the standards for opening up. If someone sends a message that looks like this, you need to answer with um, information that looks like this and you need to provide this kind of information and uh, uh, a new type of player can ask this type of questions of you. Uh, And I think now they're empowered to do that actually because they're saying, hey, ZimSwitch, we've given you this role to be the rails of the country. Now that role comes with responsibilities and these are the responsibilities. Yeah, so, so that's quite interesting. Um, so, so, so both you and, and, and Valentin, I think you're probably right in that. Uh, so, so our business disempowered themselves in that, hey, it, with the national switch, they could have then, uh, you know, set it up themselves such that from the get-go, um it's actually in it's 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 a it's a state controlled so there are no other um what you it, it serves no other obligation than to just facilitate payments mm. uh its goals are not business goals or to make money or whatever um and at the same time i think you're rightly beginning to say they then empowered themselves within like when you're considering them against ZimSwitch in that they can then make demands and say, hey, these are the demands we make of a designated national switch. It should have this, this, and that. And if you can't satisfy that, then we are issuing out a tender, which I think they should have done in the first place. They should have issued out a tender for this thing. Um, With very specific (laughs) things. With the tenderpreneurs in this, <laughs> I was waiting for that. That is the problem as well. So it would have then be someone's cousin somewhere who then gets the, gets the tender. Um, but I was I was I was now actually trying to to, to take us to another place to say, um, perhaps also part of the problem is these conversations around payments are happening. Mostly with bankers. So the Arab visits, they are a bank. And they regulate banks mostly. And, and payments is not just banks. So when you're talking of e-commerce and all this, these are merchants. And I think merchants, perhaps merchants have not had the voice much. In them. So maybe the fault is actually with merchants in that they have not realized, um, maybe it's, 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 it's merchants would, would, would think in terms of e-commerce being uh, like an Amazon. So perhaps the solution they think is somehow being an Amazon in some way, in a magical way, um, such that they're not engaging in making demands on this to say, we want to be able to collect payments in this and that way, whatever happens with merchants is kind of like a byproduct. Um, 
So there are ATMs and people are being given ATM cards. Ah, we have ATMs and people are being given ATM cards. And then the banks then go and say, hey, merchants, we'll give you POS machines. Which is also a quite a peculiar thing, thing in Zim, eh? Uh, that uh, POS machines are, are owned by banks and and stuff. Um, in in some other markets, uh, POS machines are are owned by merchants, sort of, and and that's why you um, the merchant hat. No, no, now I'm lying. Stop me. <laughs> so the merchant has some kind of active role in as as a node in the financial. Um, services infrastructure of of the country. Yeah, so I I think they do. So let me let me just retrace my thing. Like even when I look at, um, uh, say the United States uh, as a specific example, um, the migration to cheap and pin, right? In the United States, you have Visa and Mastercard, who are not banks. They are specific yeah, so they, yeah. yeah, so there's these networks that these powerful networks that then uh, issue out, and even card issuers are not necessarily banks as well, mm. because they are these credit schemes exactly. Um, so the credit schemes uh, negotiate with pay, with merchants because they they want people to be getting credits. And people get credit to buy stuff. Yeah, from the merchants. So the credit scheme has no choice but to talk to merchants to say, hey, can you give people stuff? Uh, yeah. And I will and give you the money. Yeah. Uh, so, 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 so here, like in, 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 in Zim, I guess, because um, people are using their own money in their own bank accounts, it's, it's then easy to miss the fact that uh, merchants are out of the loop because people would then just find whatever way to, to pay merchants previously we would go to the bank to withdraw so that we go into a shop to buy. Here is an electronic way to do the same thing. But here, exactly. Here, but here, here's the thing. ZoomSwitch kind of sort of has done that with the Zip it Smart uh, program. Um, although I think ZipSmart itself should have been should have been a second innovation to a Zipit API. Um, I, I think it, it solved it, that the API would have solved a lot of problems for businesses. Where the Zipit Smart innovation in itself was probably for more traders who can't afford the the, the stuff as a, as a two layer thing. So I don't think I, I think they with, with Zipit Smart they understood the problem that merchants had. But what is Zipit Smart? Let me begin. Seriously. Yeah. I'm waiting to no, I, I, I sincerely want to know because uh, the last time I, I, I sort of like saw it at work, it it just looked like a like an eco cache, yeah, so, so, uh, so that's thing that's, at the merchant point at two point. Yeah, yeah so sister, yeah, okay, so so zip it smart. No, zip it smart is zip it, mm. of which zip it we have already established. Zip it is like an eco cache. So zip it smart is zip it with shortened bank accounts. So bank account uh, short code, basically, like you don't have to yeah. enter the entire bank account. It's just a short code for interacting between banks or bank accounts. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So, so to pay me, I don't have to know their third their bank string account, account number. Yeah. Or yes. you use the merchant code. 
I'll know the I'll, I'll just get the merchant card, and then I'll go to my bank app like I usually do with my Zipit or USSD for my bank as I usually do, and then I go to I find somewhere where it says Zipit Smart on the menu, and then I enter the merchant's code. So the, it's shortening. I would say shortening bank accounts. But still laborious for the guy that's waiting for you to do all that at the till point, isn't it? It's still laborious. So, so, so there is not that instantaneous layer that even EcoCash then solved with their, hey, give me your number uh, at the at the cash out point, and then someone enters my number, pa 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 pa, and then I enter my PIN on the POS machine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, was this so, so? It's actually slower because generally. No, not even generally. Everyone who has Zipit uh, has, a, has a card because <laughs> Zipit works on the on the card rails. Hmm. So Zipit is a slower way to pay than just using your swipe card. Pretty much, <laughs> actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you saying? Are you saying? Uh, I I I think you could be wrong there, though. Are you saying <laughs> that saying, guys? <laughs> Guys found a new way to pay slower. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it might be slower, right, in terms of the actual no, paying process. No, so so way way it's a convenience. No, I think the problem that they wanted to solve, right, is for yeah. those merchants that cannot afford to have a POS, POS machine. machine. Yeah. Um, ah, and that's a lot of merchants because that's an expensive piece of. Uh, technology, yeah, that's, you know? that's yeah, that's that's you know your own seekers and chichi, and then these banks tried to solve it with the low cost uh, POS machines. Stuart Bank forbade us from calling old such quengas. Because... <laughs> 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 so the supermarket is the wrong place to be using. Use it in the streets. Because so it's not intended for the supermarket. It's yeah. intended for uh, all other nations. Yeah. So I'm not do, sure. Do I'm not sure though. Uh, I'm not sure if ZimSwitch knows that exactly because their marketing seems to just be targeting even the, the bigger merchants. Um, I saw this thing in uh, it was it was being advertised in um, in um, pick and, in a pick and pay shop. Uh, and pick and pay is definitely the largest retailer, if not one of yeah. the three largest retailers in Zim. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, 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 so that's, so yeah, like, so, so for, for, you know, like, like your mom's bamsika, uh, in Umdara, who is on my desk and she, she, I think, um, yeah, it works. And even for, for some smaller mentions, um, they also used to prepare, to prefer zip it, even though they had POS machines. Yeah. Why? Because. It was more instant, yeah. With the POS machine, the bank set was a bit later. That is not more instant. More instant. Some instants are more equal than others. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so the non, the non, the, 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 the um, the swiping that would take a couple of hours or days or, or RTGS uh, time. Ah, uh, no, no, no. So, so, so I think with most bank 
the settling that happens in the same uh, in this in the same day. So remember how 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 swiping works. When I when you 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 have a uh, a card from Bank X, right? And then you swipe at Bank Y's POS. Yeah. Bank Y sends a message to Bank X and says, "There's this Limbikani guy who is swiped on my POS. Do they have money in their account?" Right. And then Bank X uh, says, "Yes, they do have." Then the Bank Y then says, "Oh, okay. So they are buying goods of." so many dollars reserve that money for me and then bank x then deducts that money from your account but it's okay. held in trust uh, uh, for net settling later for net settling later but as far as you they've already taken that money so that you don't double spend okay and then the pos machine then releases the goods it says Ah, my money has been reserved, so I'm going to get my money. So the merchant now who banks with Bank Y, uh, generally Bank Y would then say, ah, after we have settled with, uh, you know, we have net settled with all the banks, we'll give you all the money that was being swiped um, on your POS machine. But with Zipit now, it's different because Zipit assumes peer-to-peer. So where that money is reserved, there are no goods that are being transferred, let's say. Um, and the person on Bank Y, it then says, oh, okay, I'm going to get my money from Bank X, so I'm just going to credit this money into your account because I'm going to get it. Ah, okay. So their money gets into their account immediately. So merchants were, were preferring that. So perhaps uh, such merchants may then say, ah, instead of swiping, just do as if it's mine. So someone mm. was telling me they were at a hardware and the hardware owner was saying that it was before Zipit Smart and they were saying, ah, you, you want to swipe? Ah, don't we have Zipit? Uh, just zip it to this account. Because I'll then be able to use the money immediately. Uh, I'll be able to use the money immediately. In case the rate changes. It's <laughs> <laughs> provision. So, uh, from what you're saying, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that on ZipSmart kind of took care of the, you know, the, the, the informal traders who won't be able to afford these systems. But what about everybody in the middle? The Limbikan who wants to create his, you know, online chili store uh, and, you know, wants to receive local currency payments uh, as, as well as... Um, as well as uh, USD payments. Um, is this something that a streamlined version of e-payments could have solved? Or <clears throat> are we not even streamlined, a less abrasive version of, of e-payments? Yeah. Or are we... Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think VPayments, the only problem I, I, problem I had with it was I have to go to the bank and register uh, uh, for, for, for VPayments for me to then be able to buy online and you know and you are you're you are talking to people maybe who you know they're getting online for the first time and, and, and stuff and so you yeah you're introducing all these steps. Um and 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 to answer your question to say what happens to, to that person who wants to set up an 
the online business. That's where the weakness. So when I first saw Zipit Smart, to be honest, I was so excited because I thought Zipit is now doing, is now giving out an API that allows merchants to, um, to, to, to set up online and, and acquire payments like in a seamless way, not to require someone to um, send money and then the person on the other end actually checks if that money has come in and, and, and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, when I then realized, oh, okay, it's, it's just shortening the accounts, I was a little bit disappointed, yeah. So if, so if, uh, if um, Zip it Smart is somewhat like uh, Ecocache Merchants. Um, that means that um, they can actually, if they're willing, they can actually just um, also start accepting online payments the, the same way that Ecocache does via the Ecocache Merchant API. Yes, I think so. I, I, I think they can. But, but I think that whole relationship that you, you, you spoke of earlier probably then limits things. The fact that um, they work through banks. So I guess the person wouldn't... Yeah, like you're saying, I, I think it makes sense what you were saying, which is Zim Switch, I could see API into what exactly, because, um, you know, like they'll say, yeah, talk to your bank so that your bank gives you an API that notifies you whenever payments hit your account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to 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 explain there that when Tinashe says Zibita Chisichinu, he doesn't mean that Zibita <laughs> uh, is actually a big deal. Uh, but uh, so so if if this is like EcoCash, then uh, and we are speaking of a big opportunity that um, maybe Zimsich, um, uh has failed to tap into so far. Um, um, and maybe the Arab has failed to tap into, um, sort of if we were to frame that as a regulation problem. Um, EcoCash didn't have those limitations. Uh, and yet still, so there's an EcoCash API. And yet still, mm, yeah, there's not much um, e-commerce activity uh, that's happening on uh, EcoCash. Or is, is that incorrect to say? Mm. Uh, I'll defer to Tinash on this one to say, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Tinash, it's, it's a case of EcoCache making it difficult or giving constraints to to, to gain the API. Because I was talking to, to to a friend of mine who was asking me actually, how do you get? Uh, do you know anyone looking? You know, I can talk to for an EcoCache API because all the routes he's tried have, have been have been have, have been unsuccessful. So I think in that respect, I think EcoCache probably shot itself in the foot by putting so many barriers for to, to give you know businesses the technology to be able to plug into into their system. And, and I think it's, it's, it's what Tanisha mentioned earlier, that <clears throat> when I said um, the RBZ kind of handicapped itself with, with, with SimSwitch, I think, and I, this might be radical to both of you, but I think what Tanisha was saying was going along the lines of what I was saying, that they should have created the infrastructure, the, the digital infrastructure or the rails for, for, for payment system. SimSwitch can just come on and hitch its train onto them, but don't put EcoCash underneath um, SimSwitch. You can EcoCash can run on those rails as well, as well as offering other companies opportunity to do it. So you don't have to necessarily regulate it. You're, you've just given an open playing field that if you're going to be successful as, as, as one of these companies, you are. But if you're not, you're going to be judged by the market. 
not that you judge the market or you are an ambiguous sort of entity like what SimSwitch is where you can't place it as to what it does. Because when you said you can't have a SimSwitch or Zipit API because they say go talk to your bank. I think in that in that respect, and I, I might be wrong into what uh, SimSwitch mandate is, but it can be quote-unquote nothing, but it can also act in some instances as a, as a conduit. So in the in the point of a Zipit uh, API, they could materialize to being something and then just act as a conduit in that respect, linking the banks. But if they say go to your banks and we can't get consensus with the financial institutions because, like I think uh, Tinashe said, they're competing. So if you can't get consensus, yeah. create universality. Yeah. So so I think I think um I think Zimswitch sometimes struggles with the banks. So 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 I think Zipit is a, is an interesting case in point that yeah this thing was built and given to banks and it it's it's lay idle for some time you know. Yes. Um, yeah. So so I think sometimes they they do struggle and and even uh, two years ago Zim uh, Zimswitch um, was launching a um, a bulk payments thing. Uh, I think they were calling it ZPay, and I think they struggled, struggled selling it to to banks. Yeah, the banks and, were like, ah, it's boys. Yeah, yeah, and it, and I didn't pay it. You know, dish them, and ah, it became a whole mess. And then banks wanted to build their own thing. I think I don't know where it went. Yeah, I think Mchangwas and stuff were also talking about. Uh, we want to get into this thing as well. Yeah, yeah. Those, 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 those. Um, there was some, some, some charter on on that. Um, you know. Uh, so everyone now wanted to build the next, the next platform. Um, so in a way, you know, I was. Tinashe, you didn't answer the part um, where I was saying, Kuti. Uh, we're saying all these things. Uh, mm. I use opportunity. How come? That opportunity yeah. didn't didn't mean anything for Ikokesh. Yeah. Um. So so yeah. So so I actually wanted because Valentine was then saying ah because Ikokesh then you know didn't uh, maybe made the API hard to get. Um. But hey, there there was a pay now. Mm. You know which 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 then integrated uh your Ikokesh uh one money telecash. Those are the ones that matter because the other one is V payments which is not so useful. Um, and, and and still, I don't know if we can say the, the volumes are are that high. Um, um, but you know what? Uh, I guess it gets to what is e-commerce um, with things like uh, Zesa. You know, moving away from postpaid to to prepaid. Uh, I think Zimbabweans we got used to paying for some for for stuff in in a in a remote sense. Mm. Um, and I think it's 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 huge. How many customers does Zesa have? Just all of the country, basically. <laughs> And so not everyone is on prepaid yet, I know, but mm. hey, big, they, they deployed those things like at a massive scale. Mm. So, so I think there is, it, it's just the, eco, the e-commerce has to make sense for, 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 for the people. So these like payments types 
type things that um, involve virtual goods, and I guess they're easy for people to um, to wrap their their trust around because I'm paying for Zesa and the token is deliv- delivered immediately. Um, the e-commerce that is dragged, I think, is way. I have to pay for a physical thing that someone would then need to deliver. But I'm curious to, to know that, like, didn't the whole 2020 being locked indoors at least shine a light on the importance of something like that? Like, you know, I, I know trust is difficult to gain with things like that. Personally, I would go to the shop and get the thing myself because I want that instant gratification of holding the thing. But certain situations do dictate that, yeah, you know, you can pay for something in advance and, and get it received. Um, yeah. And, and, and yeah, you know, and, and I don't think it's just about instant gratification uh, only either. Eh? Mm. I think also because when you look at Zesa, when you look at uh, airtime, you are buying. So let's look at maybe buying airtime on EcoCash. Mm. Um, I think you're looking at a scenario where this is solved, like this merchant exists, I already have this thing called EcoCash and it's both my payment uh, gateway in my shop, I don't know if if it's making sense Um, and you see that even with banks, that's why banks do airtime, they do Zesa, it's I go into my banking app and I buy this thing. So my banking app is is like my shop. I'm using the one thing. So it doesn't feel like I'm transferring money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I already trust this person with my money. I already trust this institution with my money. My money is sitting there already. So they're saying they'll give me Maggetti as well. So, oh, cool. So... Take a portion of the money that you already have and give me my gets. Yeah. Um, it's not a big so, um, leap of faith. Yeah. So so I think those are the type of then the chicken and egg questions that you then start having to say, um, perhaps if reputable merchants yet offered e-commerce and they've solved it in a way that was easy for people to understand, um Perhaps the volumes will be will be higher. Mm. But again, I think it's, a, it's in communicating a product though, or communicating a service. Because as much as something might make sense in a certain market, it won't catch on because it's in how that it, that that is presented. So I'm guessing the case in point here is all the you know e-commerce businesses we've seen, all the e-commerce marketplaces we've seen, they come and go. Because it's it's parroting the same rhetoric that you know moving payments online, but you know online to someone who doesn't quite know what online is, it's just oh, so we're going to buy internet. It's not like mm. making it granular to understand. No, so we're going to buy internet, but it means kwamuri koko. You can then begin to select the things you want. Let's walk you through how you know this, why this makes sense for you, and I, I think people understand the currency of money more than the currency of time. That if Tinashe has an online store that can get me, for example, groceries, I've saved time that I can never get back in 
ordering it through him and, and, and his, his company system delivering it. Rather than understanding the fact that my shops means me getting up, going into the car, you know, I'm wearing and tearing the components in order to get to the shop. And then I'm going to need to buy, wait in line. That's an hour, hour and a half gone of which I could have been doing something else. So I don't know if I, I don't know if I got it mixed up, but for me, it's, it's how it's communicated is probably the most important way to describe to someone why something should be important. And I honestly don't think there's any institution in Zim that could have done that because if there was, they probably would have by now. Well, it's not like, ah, why, what would stop them? So, so I guess it's, I, I'll come back to the world thinking of e-commerce as this thing, you know, like there's this thing, you know, in the e-commerce, mm. uh, you know, that is defined in some way. And, and, and that's why even when I look at, uh, the online stores, like the local ones that I see, like you could see with the terminology, there is no terminology that we use. So I like the, the whole communication thing you're talking about. Could see, so you, you, you see, like, could see, it's not all about uh, and proceed to checkout. Mm. But in Zim, you know what? We don't, we have never called it checkout. Yeah, we don't check out. Mm. We don't check out. We you, you know? And yeah, in, but, but, panel, this, the, 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 which side of Samora you are. So the guys on the other side of the Samora, they, they've been checking out on Amazon for decades. So they, yeah, 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 they are not confused so, by that. Exactly. They, they, they're not, right? So, 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 so it then means, because we are then building for the northern side of, of Samora, you know? So it's Masalad, Arwakiramang Masalad, you know? Mm. Um, so, so I think some of the, the terminology in neutral wounds are all even friction. In and of itself, uh, shopping carts. Could see, ah, we that, yeah. call it a cart in Zim, eh? Mm. Um, Truly. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 in the Ningia, we don't get no language e commerce. Yeah. So, even for, 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 for people who are building products, could you want to go builder? You need to build something, you know, a shopping cart. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. You need to build Shinchnonzi checkout and so checkout page. So we, we then cling to these terms. Yeah. Which are meaningless to the customer. To the, to the customer in this specific instance, because Ukaiti trolley and proceed to till. I'm pretty sure everybody kind of gets what a trolley and a till is. So well, I think even imagine the whole thing. Yeah, true. Because yeah, again, yeah, like exactly. So so in your case, I'm saying it's it's better. But I mean it's <laughs> do we even need to do this, you know, to do it this way and, 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 and stuff? So, yeah, I, I think it's that imagination glued into, you know, what are they doing? What do they call things? Or um, wherever else. So yeah. what, what you're basically saying in a nutshell is, as good a solution as, as as it can be, or any solution for for anyone to realize the usefulness of anything, it's an understanding of basically what market you're trying to serve. So at this point, I think the the you know middle class and above the other side of Samora is pretty much satisfied with what they can do. But it's for everybody else um, who, when encountering these concepts for the first time, it's going to be difficult to understand the like you said terminology of it. But then again, it's 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 of it's a product design issue in a, in a way that like what what I'm kind of saying reinvent the thing so if you're going to go into a system i think well as as in product design most people are locked into the language that is 
already pre-existing that system. For example, you can't then say, you know, did she, um, you can't then call a, a, a phone call something else. If you know, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, what I mean by, by reimagining is um, those phases in, in shopping on Amazon uh, or eBay uh, or informed by uh, certain assumptions there. Um, so you can break it down to its most basic elements and say, what are we trying to achieve here? Um, and how do people achieve that currently? And how do we design it based on that? So sometimes that means that um, uh, they, you select things and just buy. Mm. Mm. There is no proceed to check out. There is no uh, this. It's just, yeah, buy. And uh, then maybe it actually assumes, uh, it assumes eco cash or it assumes zip it or, or something mm. like that. Or, or it assumes a certain way that you would um, uh, choose those things. Um, say you're buying from a uh, from your neighborhood hardware shop and Ruba Dranichim Kwasha and stuff. But it's not uh, you, you are you are solving the problem from its most basic elements and not assuming that there's a thing called e-commerce. Exactly. So you, I, I want to sell online. Yeah. Uh, do just say how am I selling right now, or how are people selling right now? Varuting is offline, So you know, like it's it's language. Okay. Um, do, do I tap into a, a larger audience if I use vernacular language? I don't know, but it then becomes your homework, you know? Because it's all fenced up and we are solving problems for a very small uh, minority in the country. That is also affluent. So when we're affluent also they look down upon these things and want to shop on Amazon anyway, even if you make those things available. Exactly. So so they will then be comparing you to the experience that I get on eBay. With, ah, don't cheat. <laughs> 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 hey, you know. Um, so it's hard. It's just like in, in how tough I am when it comes to consuming uh, local uh, content in terms of my... my, my, my like my videos and stuff because local comedy you know because yeah don't if if we keep talking, get no better money. Is it up? Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure this is something that we probably need to have a part two to because I feel like I think fatigue more than anything else, uh, you know, is is only the only contributing factor. But I think yeah, there there are a number of interesting points that were brought out that I think would need to be explored individually. Uh, the biggest question being what exactly is e-commerce? Um, not necessarily in the dictionary definition of it, but when we're talking about in, in, in an African or more closely Zimbabwean context. So thank you very much, Nashi and Libigani, for taking the time to to spend an hour and some change with me. Uh, thanks, thanks a lot. Enjoyed it. Uh, and, and hey, sorry to the listeners. I think I think a lot of what I was saying just really convoluted. Eh? <laughs> like, yeah. I was, 
Yeah, like my, my, my brain can be mushy. I hope, you know, some of it made sense at least. At least we understood you. That's what that matters, man. <laughs> I think e-commerce is just uh, payments, Zoom switch, e-location. I think it's just a huge subject. And I think it's it's good, um, Valentine, we can we can focus on a specific thing. Like, like what is e-commerce and how can we estimate it and... Yeah, what 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 is the role of these different uh, payment platforms? You know, regulation with that BZ. Ah, there's just so much to unpack, eh? Mm. To discuss. Yeah. yeah. All right. So thank you, gents. Thank you for listening. Uh, and we'll probably catch you very soon. I I, I hope. Time permitting. Right. Bye bye.